You are listening to the Black Sitcom History Podcast with Shannon and Summer, where we explore issues from episodes of the most popular and polarizing black television sitcoms from the 1970s and beyond. Hey everyone, welcome back to Black Sitcom History. And you are listening to Summer over here. And who are you? I am. So crazy. <laughs> I'm Shannon. If you guys don't know by now, I am Shannon and yes. she is Summer. I am. And this is Black Sitcom History Podcast. Yes, sir. And um, we're talking about the Jefferson still. Yes. Something that I would like to ask you guys, if you guys have decided to revisit the Jeffersons and watch season one along with us, and anything that caught your eye that you might want to bring up about that particular episode or anything that you noticed or something that we missed or missaid or anything, um, bring to our attention. Social media on Instagram at Black Sitcom History. Yeah, definitely fact check us, mm-hmm. fact check us on everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you know what? Let us be... So far, let us know what your favorite episode has been. And mm-hmm. um, I believe episode one, Summer asked me, who's my favorite character? Mm-hmm. So who's your favorite character, um, audience? I'm asking you all. Let us know who your favorite character is from the cast members of um, the Jeffersons. Mm-hmm. And um, so with that said, we're going to go ahead and get into um, episode one. I'm mean, sorry, season one, episode four. This is um, Lionel the Playboy. Man, (laughs) when I read this um, title, I was like, man, (laughs) he's going to be out there pimping. I know, he's going to be out there doing it. (laughs) But but that's not the case. (laughs) And this aired um, February 8th, 1975. Yes, sir. So, Summer, tell us a little bit about this episode. So, in this episode... um, if I were to uh, give this episode another title, it would be called Lino is Feeling Himself. Mm. <laughs> so we start off the ep- episode and Louise thinks Lino is just sleeping in before his class starts and she's letting him sleep in. But um, he walks in the house at 730 in the morning because he's been partying all night long, just hanging out and rubbing elbows with uh, other rich people. In high society, um, he's hanging out with some famous guy and chatting him up all night long. And um, he, at this point, thinks that he's he's making it to the top at this point. He's starting to get the, the big head, kind of like his dad, right? Um, then he decides to not even go to class that day. Jenny comes by and she's ready to go to class with him. He's not going because he just got home. (laughs) So um, at that point, uh, there's a whole rift between Louise and Lionel because she's telling him that, you know, you can't be skipping out on school. Ultimately, Lionel says that, you know, he may even just skip college altogether or drop out altogether. Uh, which enrages Louise, words were said, and she smacks him across the face. 
And at that point, he's kind of he's he walks out, and then you know, the drama continues yeah. from there. And I remember those days of me coming home mm-hmm. at seven a.m. in the morning. Not me. I do. <laughs> I wasn't rubbing elbows with the rich, rich people, but I remember part man. I remember some times coming home four thirty a.m. getting an hour and thirty minutes of sleep. Right. Being at work at eight, <laughs> paying for it, but yeah, but not rubbing elbows with the, no. with the with the rich folks. No. So Louise has a complaint about this too. She she's complaining that Lionel's just spending up money, having a good time, mm-hmm. and once again, George he he he's happy that he's like good. Yeah, like somebody got to do it. Yeah, yeah, have a good time. We have all this money. And at that point, I think that's when Lionel, I, I don't want to say realize or, or, or thinks, um, but since I'm, I, my, my father's in the money now, in the dough, and I'm meeting people with money, mm-hmm. I might not need the education I think I need. Exactly. And that's when he has the second thought about dropping out of school. Right. And... So we, yeah, and his line was, what's the point of being rich if you act poor? Poor. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, this goes back to episode two of our our show. Um, I started talking about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, going to USC mm-hmm. and not making the best use of my time there by making connections. So, yeah, that's kind of what Lionel was doing. He was making the best of his connections and um, you know maybe those connections could lead him somewhere that just getting his education couldn't take him or you know wasn't guaranteed to take him right or, or make it easier to get or make it easier somewhere he wanted to be exactly and I don't know if you said this before but George said um, um Okay, sorry. George said that um, when you have money, you're better off than everyone else. You know he. Oh, you're better than yeah. Yeah, you're better. You're better than everyone else. Yeah, because um, he. This is a conversation with him and Louise again. So um, he talks about the word snob. I forget, I, did, I don't even remember how Louise used it, but he said snob is a poor man's word. When you're rich, there are no more snobs because you're better than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, so that's a question. Do you think that people feel that way? I think it, it in terms of when you are rich and there's no problem, I think of like, there's a lot of this pettiness or this um, people who are, we'll say, working class. Because I see this across the board from people who may be middle class to upper middle class. Um, and they'll talk about the 1%. They talk about the people who are millionaires. Mm-hmm. and. They talk about them 
as being, um, you know, they just have a lot of negativity towards, a lot of negativity and pettiness towards rich people. And, but it's like when you actually are rich, you're really not worried about any of that stuff, mm. you know. And I personally, <laughs> I don't have anything bad to say about being rich for the sake of being rich. Like, there's nothing wrong with being rich because mm. I feel like, um, you know how the old people say, you don't want to block your blessings, or at least that's something that my mom would say. Yeah. Like, you don't want to block your blessings. If I, I feel like if I talk about, talk bad about, rich people in general, mm -hmm. then like money won't come my way. Right. <laughs> nah. And we don't want that. Nah, <laughs> but something you said earlier that um, it made me think of something that I've heard before. What it was was, what's the good of being rich if you're going to act poor? Mm -hmm. And my thought was, you know how they say, you can take the person out the hood. Yeah. But you can't take the hood out the person. person. Yeah. That's what it made me think of. You know, like that's true. If if you if you come from a place of not having money to a place in life where you're you have money, certain certain things that you do, you would do like you still don't have money. How, how can I put it? Like. Um, you might go to, into restaurants, mm -hmm. quiet restaurants, but you don't use your quiet voice. <laughs> you're still loud. You know, you you're in you're in an establishment where uh, they might not season food certain ways or something. You're like, you know, I, can you take this off of that? Right. You act a certain way, um, but that's because that's what you know. Mm -hmm. And when you're in a new place, you have to. Sometimes you have to step back and, and pay attention to what's going on before you um, interact with things. Right. You know, just like um, you, you, you go to certain churches. Yeah. Certain churches are loud. And mm -hmm. they, they get their praise on and they running down the aisle. And then you go to certain other churches and it's more, you know, tamed and a little quiet. But they're all celebrating and praising the same God, probably. But you have to sit back and see how you can react in that congregation. You know, are, are you going to be the loud one or are you going to be the, the quiet one? If that makes any sense. Yeah. But then it's like, should you? Because I, I think of assimilation. Like, that's kind of where Lionel is. He's like, why act poor if you're rich? Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm trying to act like the rich people around me, right. you know, and that's assimilation. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to do what, um, when, when, when in Rome, do, do as the Romans do, right? right? right. Where right. Louise is still coming from a place of not having much, mm -hmm. a place of lack mm -hmm. and not fitting in or thinking. And I, I was thinking, too, about, I kind of was... Like, hmm, Lionel's kind of right a little bit because it's like, why are you trying so hard for this piece of paper? Louise has a spot on the wall ready for his degree. Mm -hmm. And to him, he's come to understand that maybe that degree is not going to take him as far as, you know, you might think. Right. But maybe it's these connections that could take him a little bit further. And he also says to, to his mother... Um, Dad didn't do it. 
and look yeah. where we are. That was the, yeah, that yeah. was the exchange. Right. And she said something like, you're, the education will make you smart. And Lionel said, well, that's not smart. Look at where he is. Right. And that's when she, she slapped, <laughs> slapped him. She was him. like, that's my husband. That's your daddy. You know, you can't mm-hmm. talk to him, talk about him like that. Right. So, you know, Lionel's able to see both sides of the track. Like, um, uh, yeah, they say school in a degree can get you somewhere. But my dad did it without school or a degree. Mm-hmm. So which route do I take? And he's trying to make this decision because once again he's hanging out with some high-profile people, mm-hmm. and these people I really think they enjoy his company because he was able to take them to places where he was from that they never been, right. like hip, you know, hip places. They were like, oh, man, I didn't know this type of club was going on down here in the Bronx or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they could have just been using him for that. Sure. Just like he was trying to use them sure. to, move, to move up. So that could have been that situation with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this high-profile person, were they senator? What were they? Like, I don't know what they... I don't, I don't know what they were. I don't uh, remember who... I don't even remember the name of the, of the guy they said. I, he was just somebody who was impressive to George. Yeah. So, oh, he was, I think he owned a bank or something. Oh, he owned a bank? I don't remember. A bank? Okay, you don't remember. I'll, I'll probably typing. Okay. <laughs> well, guess what, you guys? We, it's okay. We, yeah, we're going to take a break, and we're going to try and figure that part out, see if Summer could remember um, if he was a banker or not. And uh, when we come back... We'll try and have that information for you, but we will return. Music from this episode is by yours truly, Summer Sky. The single is called About Love and it's available on all digital music and streaming platforms. Check the episode description for more details. All right, we are back. We are back. Um, I told you guys, Summer will find that information out. I took it upon myself. I believe the person he was hanging out with was the son of like a a a million millionaire person. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his title was as for his career or not, but he, Lionel was hanging out with the son because he, he was, was the third. Yeah. He told he said, "Yeah, I, I call him number three now because he was he was the third. Mm-hmm. So he was actually the son of a wealthy person. So that could be another reason why." Lionel was like, I don't need school. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad's made it. I can live off his wealth. Right. You know, and that's what, that's what wealth is about, you know, but I wouldn't want my child bumming off of me, you know. Mm-hmm. If I have wealth, the wealth is for you to use it to make 
more wealth, sure. you know, your own wealth or whatnot. So it's 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 a privilege to be wealthy. Yeah, it is. Know. So um, Jenny finds out that Lionel has decided to drop out of school. Mm-hmm. So she wants to talk some sense into him. <laughs> she, she does. Does she? I think she, I mean, he ends up <laughs> deciding to go back to school. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't think? I mean, you know, he had he he, he felt bad. Yeah, he felt, I know they they had an, they she found him at a bar. I don't know how she knew he she was at that bar. Maybe yeah. that was her spot or something. I think that's the bar in the ho- in the apartment building. Yeah, why not have a bar in the apartment building? You um, never get a DUI. Like he <laughs> just walk yeah. upstairs. Okay. Anyway, he was hanging out at the bar, and she came in talking about him changing into a different person. But it's funny hearing from Jenny because, you know, her parents are the Willises, of course, and she also comes from an affluent family. Mm -hmm. So even she is thinking that he is going to throw his future away if he doesn't finish college, which I think is, I'm still kind of on Lionel's side about that I mean he doesn't necessarily have to quit he didn't necessarily have to quit school but I just don't think it's the end all and be all that you know Louise and made it out to be even George made it made it a big deal of it too he was Mm -hmm. like he wasn't happy with that at all Mm -hmm. it's like oh no but I think George thinks with a good education, mm-hmm. you don't have to work as hard to become rich. Because yeah. George, he, he he had to hustle. I mean, you know, to, yeah. to get his businesses going. And, if, you know, if if you have that piece of paper and degree and you can sit in the, in the, in the office with AC and take an hour and a half lunch breaks. and Hour and a half? Who take our long break? In corporate, in corporate, in America, uh, can't even say it. In corporate America, people take long breaks. I mean, yeah. An hour lunch. Yes, lunch hour, hour lunch. How how can people go work out, uh-huh. eat lunch, mm-hmm. and come back and still smell fresh? And like, wait, man, you took an hour mm-hmm. and a half. Oh, okay, I don't know about that, but okay, yeah. I do. I don't anyway. do that. I work in corporate America, and I I take a Either a half hour or an hour lunch. You that good employee. Oh, that's I take, <laughs> I, take an, I take an hour and a half or more if you want to go on a, a, a group lunch or something yeah. or, a, um, you know, a department lunch or something like that. Yeah. I'll take as long as you let me yeah. take. But Jenny, she talked some sense into him. Um, but he, he does also think that because you have a degree, mm-hmm. It's just a piece of paper. It doesn't guarantee. And it doesn't. It doesn't. And I've told my daughters this before. Just because you graduate from college, you get that degree, it doesn't guarantee that you will have the job that you have the the, the degree for, first of all. Right. It helps. It shows that you applied yourself for years yeah, to do, you know, I guess in so. something. I, I don't know, Shannon. I feel like 
getting the, the degree today mm -hmm. is different than getting the degree even when I got my degree and like, you know, I um, went to college in the 90s, the late 90s. You know, you look good, girl, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Empty way. So, <laughs> mm, thanks, babe. But anyway, so yeah, I went back in the late 90s and so 80s, 70s. I feel like the four, okay. I feel like Louise is coming at this in one way and George is coming at this in kind of a different way. So Louise is coming at this like, um, going to college is about upward, upward mobility. But Lionel is like, we're already there. Mm -hmm. So what am I trying to accomplish at this point? You know? And, but I think George is seeing it as I worked this hard to achieve what I have. And I need you to go to school because it makes me look good. Like, I'm doing something for my son that, you know, other black, black people might not be able to do for their kids or mm -hmm. he didn't, you know, I, he, of course we talked about before, he doesn't, doesn't uh, think too much of his past, but you know, George didn't go to, go to college. Louise didn't go to college and within the black community or within any family where you have a first generation person that's going to college, it's like made out to be a very big deal. Yes. And I've experienced that mm -hmm. in, in my family and having gone to college and graduated with, with my degree. And, you know, as Shannon mentioned, I'm, I'm that old. It, it was a long time ago that I got that degree. Um, it's, I just have a different perspective on it yeah. because as far as I'm concerned, almost everybody, at least at work, almost everybody that I work with has a college degree. Mm -hmm. So it's like no big deal. Mm -hmm. And nowadays the price gouging that's going on to get these degrees, if you're coming from a lower class and then you're getting student loans to pay for these degrees, are you really coming up? Or are you setting yourself back? Yeah. Just that, to just to get that piece of paper, or just to say I went to that school yeah. or this school. And like you talked about student loans, like I don't know how everything works with student loans as far as if you don't start paying until you enter the career that your degree's in or not. But if you have to pay before that, you have to get a job to pay the student loans and if it's you're going to end up taking any job in the long run it might not be in the career field that you went to school for because you're mm -hmm. stuck because you're paying these student loans and a lot of times from what i read when students graduate from college they think they deserve mm -hmm. like okay i graduated i spent four to seven years in college I don't have this job yet, but I'm about to go buy this car. Yes. And that's another setback. Mm -hmm. Instead of just lining everything up, you know, um, trying to find that career 
that your degrees in are find, finding a high paying job so you can start to pay the student loans off and then you can obtain that fly car, the apartment or whatever, take trips and everything in that nature. So, but what I do want to talk about is how um, Lionel has, he has a good girl because, you know, she tries to convince him that, um, you know, do just do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Just just go continue with school. And once you're done with school, you, you accomplish something, number one. And then after that, you can do whatever your heart says to, says to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that said, you know, it just brings me to, it's always, like they always say, behind every good man is a good woman. Regardless if it's your mom, your girlfriend, your sister. Um, a lot of time it's a female that really encourages you know, the male to uh, do their best, push forward or whatever. What's behind a good woman? Man, I don't, her, her mom, I, I guess it's generational. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like. No, no, I mean, I, I, yeah. It's like. Ain't no it's, man behind you, her? You, you, it, it's, one of my coworkers told me something and it stuck stuck with me. He said he he was trying to do something and the the lady he was dating at the time told him um I don't know if you could have done this without me. That's what she told him. Uh-huh. And he flipped it, and I was like, that was cool. He was like, you know what? I could have definitely done this without you, mm-hmm. but I, I really appreciate that you was here with me, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes that's all it takes is somebody to be there with you, you know? Um, she was trying to make it seem like if, if she wasn't there, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have gotten where he was. Right. But it, it's just that saying that people say, behind every good man, there's a, there's a good woman. Well, you yeah, know? I think that men are highly motivated by, by women. Oh, <laughs> for yeah. whatever well, you for guys, whatever reason yeah especially you if, know. if it's your mate you guys could persuade <laughs> us in any women <laughs> any way you are, want to i know women can be um uh not like that because like the woman's behind the man it's like that's not necessarily what we're, we're, what? we're meaning look just take it as men can be highly motivated by your um femininity and um your persuasiveness and you know your 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 respect and admiration yeah. and let me say this when when I think of there's a good woman behind every man right I'm not saying like you're not equal to me mm-hmm. at all I'm just saying you know you really helped me through something or gave me some suggestions or some ideas to do something even better you mm-hmm. know if mm-hmm. anything I could be behind you, but yet you, I needed you to uplift me for, to do something. Or at least for, yeah, just, mm-hmm. just for a moment in time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all. And it, it's, it's just the same. You know? Right. Yeah. So it takes two. That's you know? right. Especially in, in a relationship. That's right. But yeah, Jenny, she was, um, she was very, uh, persuasive. As you said, Shannon, she convinced him to, 
you know, a after he had sat around in that uh, bar for a while with a few drinks, he, he kind of got it together. <laughs> he got his head together and came home. And But um, no, I definitely, like I said, I kind of agree with Lionel about making the connections, but definitely having the degree is a good foundation. Mm -hmm. um, I don't discourage people or young people from going and get it, getting a degree, um, but I definitely, you know, would discourage making some kind of reckless decisions about student loans because I do know how student loans work. Yeah, and <laughs> see, he. Lionel was set up to not have to pay for school. And he was set up to not have to pay pay for it. So he was in a he was in a very privileged position to where it's like why why not? Right. Why not just get the degree yeah. and you know, still so you can still make rub elbows and make yeah. connections. And, yeah, and his, like his dad didn't mind that he spent money. Right. You know, what what how many parents can say, Okay, I'm paying for your school and I'm paying for your extra um, social life like activity. Social life. Mm -hmm. Activities. You know, yeah. like when I graduated from high school, I had a few choices. My dad was like, either you can go to the military, mm -hmm. uh, you can get a full time job, meaning 40 hours a week, mm -hmm. or you can go to school full time. Mm -hmm. And with going to school for it full time, get a part time job. Because he wasn't going to help out at all. He'd be like, look, you know. You pay for your own social yeah. life. So I was just like, you know, I, yeah. I work those 40 hours a week. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go to school for 20 and work um, work 30. No. I can count. I know math. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, you guys. You're so funny. <laughs> I got 60 hours. That's 60 hours. I'd rather work I would rather work 40, 40 instead of being, shoot, that gave me 20 hours to go out and my come baby. home at 7 in the morning. I know. My baby's so funny. He's so smart. Anyway, <laughs> I try. He's so smart. But you guys are even smarter because you still listen to our episodes. Thank you so much for so, hanging in there with yeah, us. Yeah, hang in there. Um, we're going to get, I think we're doing better. I think. Personally, yeah, me. I mean, it's you only going to get better from yeah, here. So we better. appreciate you hanging out with us. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, like, if this is your first first um, episode that you're listening to, first of all, yeah. listen to the prior ones because right. there's three episodes before this one. Mm -hmm. But if you're new, we have asked for some feedback from our listeners. Mm -hmm. And um, you can check, check us out on Instagram at Black Sitcom History. Connect with mm -hmm. us there. Um, and yeah, so just um, let us know what you think. Give yeah. us some constructive feed feedback. Be be gentle. It's it's important to me that I know that you guys are listening. Um, if you leave a comment, just be like, just say listening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, enjoying it. Keep it up. Keep it Thumbs up. up. Can't wait to episode five. Just just let me know. You know, I need that that encouragement to continue. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and moving forward. So like Summer said, you don't necessarily have to, well, yes, go back and listen to episodes they one. They got to go back. That's go the, back. Those are the rules. Yeah, especially <laughs> episode one. Yeah. Because that tells you a lot about the Jeffersons. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you're going to be hooked and you're just going to continue to listen to one, two, three, and four mm -hmm. and continue on. So um, listen mm -hmm. out for episode number five. Um in a couple of days.
Monday. Yeah. Maybe. Any other um, comments about this particular episode? Or do you want uh, to take a break to come and, and come back on some things? Or we can wrap it up. Wrap it up. I don't have anything okay. else to say about it. Um, yeah, I want to get into episode five okay. real fast. So, so yeah. So um, thank you guys. And yeah, once again, just let us know how we are doing. Appreciate you guys. We will see you in the <laughs> next episode. <laughs> and I am Shannon. And I'm Summer. And we're us. See and guys. we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.